Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with Charlie Long. Bobby J taking a day off today. We'll have Steve Geller join us at 545 for a triple option. A lot to talk about today. Certainly LSU's big win last night over Kentucky in, in dramatic fashion. But uh, breaking news, certainly, of the shooting that happened on the Crescent City Connection. Traffic backed up, so I'm going to throw it to Ian Ozan. Thank you, Mike. And what we know right now is what we've been repeating for the last couple of hours. The New Orleans Police Department investigating what they're calling a possible homicide on the Crescent City Connection. Uh, the closure started at St. Charles about 2 o'clock this afternoon. Initial reports show that a person was shot, possibly on the bridge. That victim taken to an area hospital where he was pronounced dead. Detectives are on the bridge. They're trying to figure out what happened, where exactly the shooting happened. And until that crime scene is fully processed, it's going to be closed. I spoke with Karen Boudry via text about 45 minutes ago. And at that point, she said it would be at least another hour uh, before the bridge would be reopened. So we're looking at at least another 15 minutes right now. But if I were a betting man, I'd say it may be a little bit longer uh, that we'd see this bridge closed and before people can make it across. So if you're looking for an alternate route to get across, the river to the West Bank. The Huey P. Long right now is backed up uh, all the way uh, to the interstate. Clearview is backed up from I-10 all the way across the bridge until you get to the West Bank. The Hill Boggs Bridge uh, looking like traffic is flowing smoothly there headed from the East Bank to the West Bank.
think. So if you're willing to make that trek, uh, the Hell Boggs Bridge might be your best bet right now. Uh, surface streets in uh, the city of New Orleans are an absolute mess. Just heard from a friend of mine who was coming back from uh, the Carrollton area and said that it took her an hour to get uh, from there back to downtown New Orleans. Heard from one of our salespeople here at WWL coming in from Metairie about an hour or so ago. Said it took her an hour to get from Metairie into downtown taking the back roads. So if you're trying to go anywhere right now in the city of New Orleans or from Metairie to the West Bank, best bet, don't. Just stay where you are right now because traffic is an absolute mess because of this homicide investigation on the bridge. Once we learn more from the NOPD and once we get word that the bridge is open, we'll let you know. But right now, uh, the Crescent City Connection headed west is closed starting at St. Charles Avenue and everything in the city of New Orleans is backed up as a result. Thank you, and uh, keep us up to date on on anything new that breaks, and uh, come on in and tell us about it. Because, man, for for people on a Thursday afternoon trying to get home or trying to get from place to place, sometimes it's trying to get to a school with children and everything else, uh, this is a real nightmare, this sort of deal. Yeah, it is. This is not fun right now. So uh, once we get updates, we'll let you know. But, again, if you don't have to go anywhere in New Orleans, stay where you are. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Charlie, uh, last night, uh, you and I were texting one another. We, we saw it, you know, it was a little after 10 o'clock, uh, when it ended 7574 LSU, uh, second straight win over a top 20 team and, and beating Kentucky last night, 7574. They were down by what it was 15 points at one time. Yeah. So at the end of the first half, it was a very competitive first half. And then Kentucky kind of made that push. Yeah. They went on a 10 nothing run and they opened up a big lead. Uh, and they held it in the second half. And then, you know, LSU made their push. I'll tell you what, Mike, my, one of my biggest takeaways from that game, not LSU. You couldn't help but just admire what Rob Dillingham of Kentucky was doing, specifically in the second half. What he was, some of the shots that he was making late in the game, he actually gave Kentucky the lead on their last possession before Tyrell Ward for LSU hit that game winner. That was a miraculous game winner. But he had like three shots in the final couple minutes that were like, yeah, you see why this guy is a top five ranked prospect in this upcoming no draft. No question about it. And it's not how you drew it up. Okay, no, with Ward shot. That no, because went Jordan Wright was going to the hoop, and then he got you know stuffed. He was he got stopped, and then he was able to get the ball to Ward, and Ward just kind of threw it up, and it, it dropped in right before time expired. And, you know, my first thought is, I hope it went in before the time. It, it did. Oh no, it but, was, but it was it, well out of his. But hands. it was well out of his hands at that particular point. But again, you got to give Matt McMahon a lot of credit here. Uh, this team had lost so many close games in the past, and then since Saturday, okay, you were down at one time, I think, by 16 against South Carolina, and then you came back to win that game, and then down by 15 against Kentucky to win that game. This team playing with a lot of heart. Now, sometimes they don't play real good, but they find a way to make it work, and you got to give Matt a lot of credit here, and kind of a program that once – uh, Will Wade left, and you know, guys started to scatter. We see that today. Uh, once there's a coaching change and in the college ranks, Matt's been able to piece it together. But after some heart wrenching losses to win two big games against top twenty teams, you got to give the Tiger basketball team and Matt a lot of credit. Here's a sh- uh, stat for you here, Mike. Cody Warsham, the associate AD for LSU Sports, made it. Four quad wins for LSU basketball this year. That's the second most in the SEC, more than Alabama, who has three, more than Auburn, who's got two, more than Kentucky, who's got three, and more than Florida, who's got two. All those teams are ranked in the top 25. Now, LSU is 14-12 and 12 
you know, they've won back-to-back games against top 20 ranked teams. And Dave Pash last night on the broadcast was saying, when do we start talking about this team being a bubble squad? And I'm like, that sounds kind of crazy to think about with a 14 and 12 team. No, we were talking about they, they would be lucky to get into the NIT. Exactly. No, we're just basically a week removed from saying that. Uh, but you have five games remaining in the regular season. It's a very, we mentioned this as well, yes. Mike. Schedule. It's a very, very favorable schedule over the final five matchups. It was a, a top-heavy early season uh, SEC slate for the Tigers. And now, you know, they can maybe take advantage of their final five games if they go 4-1, and one, maybe even, you know, I don't want to keep my fingers crossed or anything. If they go 5-0 and oh, in those final five matchups, they're going to end the season very strong in Coach McMahon's second year. And we'll see what happens in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, as that goes too, because the SEC is very highly regarded. regarded. But uh, man, you're not going to take all those teams. That's going to be difficult. No. Uh, so again, you you're kind of fighting here if you're trying to get into the NCAA tournament. But I think you've certainly made your case. NIT and how it finishes, I think, will certainly be a big part of it. Charlie, I don't know if you've had an update, but the last one you gave nine to two LSU baseball over Northern. Illinois. I do have an update. It Man. is now ten to two. Okay, ten to two. Ten but... to two in the bottom of the seventh inning. Josh Pearson hitting his second home run of the day. The Whoa. ball is flying out of the park. Man, Mike. Braswell hit that. If you see that pitch, you saw the pitch that hit that <laughs> Paxton Kling had. Paxton also I was going to say it. Yeah. So both of them popped it out of there. So ten to two now. Eighth inning. Bottom of the seventh. Bottom right now, of the two seventh outs in the bottom inning. of the seventh, and Braswell just walked. So that's one thing about this matchup so far. You look at LSU; they haven't actually hit very well as far as average, but they've hit for a lot of power. <laughs> I guess the wind must be flying out at Alec Box today. Uh, Ten runs on seven hits, and they've got five home runs in this game. We had on Scott Sanders Monday, and he talked about. I guarantee you, he said Cage Jump is going to get a start. Yes, he did, and he got his start. Uh, so to give everybody a little bit of an update, what happened with Gage uh, early on. It First inning was sort of rough for him, uh, but sort of settled down after that. He is on the pitch count of 50, right. and so he was able to get out of it. But that first inning was sort of a rocky road, which is not unexpected. I mean, you, you sort of thought that's probably what would happen. So I was a little bit surprised. I know that Sanders had said earlier in the week that he expected Gage to start this game. I was still a little bit surprised by the decision, but he goes two and a third innings pitch. He gives up two hits, one run, not earned. Uh, there was an error by Michael Braswell in the first inning. What happened was Gage threw 27 pitches in the first frame, and he's on a pitch count. He, As you said, 50 pitches. He so, threw 52 today. Okay, so if you threw 27 in the first inning, you You're ain't not going too go much very longer. Long. No, and he didn't. He only went two in a third innings pitch. 52 pitches, 30 strikes, you know, four strikeouts was nice to see. Uh, the issues that he ran to in the first inning, he gave up, you know, a walk. He gave up a single. It was only one run on one hit. There was an error and then also a uh, wild pitch wild that ended pitch. up scoring the run. So Gage jumping his first start. I mean, it's what you kind of probably expected on a pitch count. He's only going to throw about 50 pitches. Um, pretty solid performance from him. He's, his ERA still in the season's at zero. He's only thrown three and a third innings pitch so far. But uh, from what you've seen, a lot of strikeouts. He's got great stuff. And as we said, Coach Johnson is going to ease him into it. He's going to eventually be a starter on the weekend rotation. There's no doubt about it. He's going to be super important. You've heard Jay say it. I know Scott made the reference to it. Hey, he's not going to be an an in-week pitcher. He's going to eventually. He's going to be pitching weekend games. Yeah, for sure. And I think that you're going to see that sooner rather than later. But at the same time, he's going to be eased into it. He's coming off a Tommy John surgery. He pitched one inning last weekend. He's pitched two and a third this weekend. Give him some time, and he'll eventually be that weekend rotation guy. All right, Charlie, keep us up to date on uh, if things uh, finalize quickly. 
out at Alex Box, and we'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. At 435, we'll have on with us Kyle Mosley, a managing editor and reporter for the Saints News Network, and also he's been covering the HBCU uh, bowl game here in New Orleans and talked to us about uh, the guys that have stood out this week. We also, um, Tom Palacero this morning, uh, Charlie reported about the uh, reconstructed contract of Eric McCoy, uh, basically his 2024 salary. Uh, they converted that eight point four seven five million um, plus a five thousand five hundred thousand dollar roster bonus into a signing bonus, adding one variable year to it, freed up over seven million dollars of cap space, and now uh, seventy five more million dollars needs to be cut. But uh, I think that Derek Carr deal uh, in reconstructing his contract is right around the corner. And so we, we've seen this every year now over the last couple of years. And we talked about it yesterday with Joel Curry about this sort of kick the can uh, down the road, kind of credit card it, and then we'll pay it off later uh, philosophy. And the Saints are holding true to that. That's, that's not going to change. Yeah, Joel rocks. He did a great job and of explaining Joel it yesterday. everything down really well. And they got it off to a start, as you said, Mike. It frees up $7 million of cap space for 2024, but it also they still have a long way to go. Because they're still what? What do you say? Seventy-four million over the cap. Seventy-five. Seventy-five million over the cap. So, so you can. I think that I read that you could free up an extra thirty million with other restructures. They just got a lot to do, Mike. But that one big deal with Carr 
It's going to free you up a lot of money. Yeah, for sure. And it does extend the contract uh, another year, but uh, I think that's the route they're going to go. We've seen this happen uh, numerous years, and it ain't going to change now. Charlie, I was telling you about this uh, 44 years ago today. How about and that? I was a young man back then, too, um, and it was not on live TV, but the uh, United States hockey team made nothing but a bunch of college young men going up against grown men Soviet Union team that had won four straight gold medals and they had beat the holy crap out of NHL teams. Do you believe in miracles? Oh uh, man uh, they, they were rough and that memorable call at the end and Al Michaels had done football and he had done baseball for ABC but that call at the end that uh, do you believe in miracles? Yes! And, uh, man, uh, I think when you – all the stuff Al has done, he, he has talked about it himself. People will always remember that call. And it was not live. I was telling you that it was not that's on not, live not TV. Thing. It was tape delayed. Um, the stations uh, – well, ABC made the call. They didn't think – you know, United States was going, so we'll, let's, we'll play this a little bit later. <laughs> and, and, man, you think about that. You kicked the, you kicked the can back and you got, uh, you got huge ratings to watch it because now the word was out. Here's the crazy part that it was live on ABC radio. Mm-hmm. That you could have listened to it live. Now I don't know how many people actually listen to it live on ABC Radio, but it was not live on television. And you know, 1980 was a just a crazy year that uh, Jimmy Carter had basically said not playing, not sending a team to Russia for the summer games because of. Uh, the Soviet Union invasion of Afghanistan and all this and that. And, you know, things were bad in the country uh, economically all across the board. And to have this happen uh, and, you know, the the movie uh, w- was pretty good. To be honest, if you, if you saw the movie. Yeah, with Kurt Russell. Yeah, w- with it was pretty good. Uh, now, if you saw HBO's series on talking to the people that happened, uh, who it happened to, uh, that was really good and I, because they talked to some of the Russian players and they were like, man, what's going to happen to us when we get back? Well, they were such a machine. I, I mean, th- when you're looking at the best upsets of all time, that's on Mount Ru- The Miracle on oh, Ice yeah, is on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I told you since 80, uh, really since, say, 68, for me it's three. Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson. You think about it at that time, man, Mike Tyson, and you knew eventually something might happen bad to Mike because he was uh, right on the edge with a lot of things. But for Buster Douglas uh, to beat him, that was a big upset. And then I was just a kid, Super Bowl three. They were 18 and a half, 19 the the Colts. point underdogs, and they looked at the AFL. Man, you're in the junior league, uh, and the Colts had beat uh, Stu out of everybody that year. Only one loss, winning 34 to nothing against the Browns in the NFL championship game. And they got beat 16 to 7. And I told you the story. Uh, NFL Films did a great job of it. And Joe's telling the story about the first three quarters. And they have a picture of him right as the third quarter ends. And he takes a look at the clock and they asked him, Joe, how many passes did you throw in the fourth quarter? And he was like, thinking about it? I don't remember any. Who said? Zero. 
Zero passes for Namath. And I remember after the game, he was, they tried to get him the, cause he had guaranteed the victory days before. And they wanted him to say something. He's like, man, we got the team, baby. We got the team. He, he, he kind of threw all the limelight to his teammates at that time because he knew he had soaked it up during the week. He had a good time, Joe, uh, out in Miami. And, but that to me, the miracle on ice. Mount Rushmore. That is the one uh, that we all remember. And uh, uh, if you were living at that time, it, it was the anticipation of watching that. And also, too, that was not the gold medal game. It was a medal game, but then they had to beat Finland to get the gold medal. And that line from the coach, if you lose this game, you remember it your entire blankety blank life. You will remember it your entire life. Don't lose it. And they ended up winning the gold that particular uh, weekend against Finland. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. And Kyle Mosley from Saints News Network and HBCU Legends right after this break. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with Charlie Long and on our Oakwood Hard Jewelers Talk and Text line, the managing editor and reporter for the Saints News Network and also for the HBCU Legends and covering the Legacy Bowl out in New Orleans. But uh, he's headed back. He's done his work. Uh, Kyle Mosley. Kyle, thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. What's going on, Mike? How you doing, Charlie? Uh, What's up, Kyle? We're doing good. Thank you, Kyle. Kyle, before we get into uh, HBCU uh, Legacy Bowl talk, uh, you had an opportunity to talk to Jameis Winston and um, gave you a couple interesting quotes uh, about uh, his future and, and sort of tell everybody a little bit about it. And they can also follow you at Kyle Mosley on Twitter or X, whatever they won't call it today, on the Saints News Network. But you, but you posted uh, uh, some of the comments that were made by, by Jameis in the, in the interview. Yeah, look, he had a very thought-provoking conversation. You know, uh, first we spoke about his partnership with the HBC Legacy Bowl, and then we started talking about Patrick Mahomes, Lamar uh, Jackson, and Jalen Hurts and the success that those guys were having. Then I had to ask him, I said, what's next for you, Jameis? And uh, pretty much he said, look, he does, he does not see a clear picture for him with the New Orleans Saints. And he's just, uh, I, I think off the record, a lot of times these guys kind of see the writing on the wall that they're not going to have a opportunity to really compete for a starting job. 
and that's what he wants. Uh, he just made 30 in January. Uh, he's now, you know, on the downward side, like they say, uh, of his career for most quarterbacks in the National Football League. So basically, James said he, he's wanting to get into a position where someone can be able to give him an opportunity to at least compete for a starting job. Kyle, I think for the Saints, uh, there are people in the front office and maybe on the coaching staff, too, that really want Jay Kaner to be the number two guy. I, I think that, that, that that's sort of setting up uh, to be the case. I think they bring in a veteran, but I, I think they want to give Jay Kaner a long look. Now, I think, again, he's a career backup, the way I look at it, to be honest with you. But I, I think there are people in this organization that want to give him a long, long look. Yeah, look. I had a conversation with Jameis last year around the same time about returning to the New Orleans Saints. He really wanted to have that opportunity, right? And then they went on and pursued Derek Carr after he signed his one-year deal. Then they drafted Hayter. So, of course, the Saints organization put in, you know, their time to be able to get that asset. So you, you want to see how that asset is going to produce. The concern here with Jameis against Hayner is, yeah, he's a young guy. He's groomed. Uh, is he, does his presence give Hayner the opportunity to blossom and grow? And I think that's another reason why Jameis may be moving on to another opportunity. Yeah, I think the writing's on the wall. I think they want to give Jake that opportunity to be the number two guy. And I think that's where he stays in the NFL. He'll be a backup the uh, his entire career. A little bit about some of the guys that really stuck out uh, to you, uh, Kyle, at the Legacy Bowl. Uh, a couple of defensive linemen that sort of took over uh, yesterday uh, in the trenches. A little bit about that, but guys that, that really you thought, uh, because the practices, they are a lot more important than the game itself. Uh, but that, That's why everybody's there to watch. That's why you were there. Get interviews and watch the practices. The game you can watch on TV. Uh, but the practices, that's the most important thing about the uh, the Legacy Bowl. Yeah, look, Luber Tanellis, guys need to really pencil in this name. And I think the New Orleans Saints need to take a flyer on him as well. Chinnis Berry is the head coach, or was the head coach of Benedict. He's now the head coach of South Carolina State. But he coached Luber Dinellis for two seasons. And both of those seasons the team went undefeated in the regular season. And also won two HBCU Division II National Championships. That guy was the, the cog that made everything work on that defense. And he's a Campbell Trophy um he, he was up for the, the Campbell Trophy this year. He didn't have anything less than a B the entire time he was at uh, Benedict College. He's a smart kid. Uh, he just started playing football when he was in high school, and I, I thank the world of him. Uh, he, as well as Davius Richard from North Carolina Central, the quarterback there, if the the Saints want to take a, a look at somebody who could possibly fill Taysom Hill's role. That's the guy, and uh, that's a he's built for it. Of, he's built for he's it, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, and also he's another Campbell Trophy nominee. 
this past year. Uh, and of course, Bo Nix from Oregon uh, won the uh, Campbell Trophy. But all in all, if you look at some of the talent, the defensive backs, they also kind of stood out for you. You got the kid from FAMU who's been looking good. Uh, but you got some tight ends. That's that's the intriguing thing. And again, if the Saints want to take a flyer, the kid from Florida A&M, Kamari Young, uh, the speedy uh, guy from FAMU who won a national championship, the guy has good hands, he has a good speed to him, plus he can be able to run routes because he was a former uh, wide receiver. So look at those guys as uh, potential MVP type of candidates going into this game. But I think the, the practices have been crisp. The practices have been very sharp, and a lot of guys are standing out, and a lot of guys uh, have been catching NFL scouts' eyes. Uh, we're going to do our, our section on tight ends, uh, Charlie and I, at 510, but uh, your thoughts on somewhere in this draft class, this team's got to look at a tight end. Because uh, Jimmy Graham's not coming back. I think he sort of gave his, uh, you know, uh, a due to the city and, and thanked everybody, and, and I think it's over with. But that's a position, Kyle, that I think you you can make some hay with in the later rounds of the draft. It isn't like it was last year. I'd never done a tight end. I told you that. I'd never seen this many good tight ends come out in one shot. Uh, and, and there are it's probably only going to be two guys going to top. Uh, two rounds of the draft, one in round one and one in round two. But I think where you can find somebody is in the later rounds. Do you think that's an area where the Saints will look at in the later rounds of the draft? I think it's a position that needs to be addressed, yeah, and no better opportunity to be able to get, like you said, the tight end rich draft is there. Uh, the tackle position, of course, we've talked about that, Mike. Yeah, that's priority, pretty, baby. Uh, that's a, a big priority. It has to be addressed earlier around. Uh, linebacker has to be addressed. Uh, defensive line has to be addressed, right? So, yeah, if you want to take some uh, some good possible talent that's out there, and I, I have identified at least uh, the young man from Bethune-Cookman, the young man from Jackson State as well, they also have potential to be on either the later rounds to get drafted or they have the potential to be a really solid, undrafted rookie free agent. Kyla, I'm going to give you a name. They don't go tackle in round one. Byron Murphy Jr. from Texas. Does any of these defensive uh, tackles now? Uh, Brian Brzee, okay, he showed some potential, certainly as a pass rusher. Man, he can get off right. the spot, and he's disruptive inside. Now, his run defense uh, at times, just because he's built, uh, the way he's built, they get under his pads and move him around. So he's going to learn how to uh, learn how to play a little bit lower. But you know, some of the free agent guys they brought in, they didn't like the world of fire. Man, Byron Murphy right. from Texas, watch him. And what, he is really disruptive inside. He's not the big guy. Man, sweat, man, he's uh, all of 360 pounds. I mean, uh, and I think that's light if they, they list him at 360. Uh, I think he's a little bit north of that. But Byron Murphy Jr., if they would go any other spot, not I don't know if Jared Verse is going to be there from Florida State. Murphy might be a guy that you would take a look at if they don't go offensive tackle. Yeah, I mean, you have to consider it, man. He moves bodies. 
<laughs> and one other thing he does, he draws the double teams. And you you got to have that type of guy in the middle. Um, I was listening to Bill Polian talk about uh, how to use a, a guy like that in the middle, how they could be able to uh, affect the offensive strategy. If you have a guy like Warren Sapp used to be, right, with the Tampa 2, that's what made the Tampa 2 really work was having that defensive uh, guy that could collapse the pocket, rush the passer, and they had to pay attention to him and equalize what happened uh, when it comes to the defensive fronts against the offenses. So I, I, I like what's going on uh, with him. Uh, I think he has a good head on this show. He bought his mom a house recently, so that's a pretty cool story. But he's a good guy to look at. Kyle, real quick before we let you run, I want to run back over to the tight end position because, as Mike said, it's very top-heavy with only two guys in the first two rounds. After that, there's kind of a gap. I think Kate Stover's your third guy, Mike, but he's like a third-round prospect. The guy that's I've seen kind of projected a little bit lower than you would think, Brock Bowers out of Georgia. I've seen him go as high as like number five to the Chargers, potentially in some mocks, and then as low as just like number 16 to the Seahawks. I mean, if he falls to 14, we've talked about offensive tackle. We've talked about Murphy with with Texas, the defensive tackle. I mean, it's going to be hard to pass up a guy like Brock Bowers if he falls to 14. Yeah, he's a playmaker, right? And Bowers has some good speed on him. And uh, I don't know if, in my opinion, I don't know if he's a first-rounder. Um, but you can't argue against the production that he had with Georgia. And uh, I like him. He has a good uh, football IQ. And, uh, look, I-, I have to agree with Charlie. It's-, it's someone you have to be able to do your study and make sure you're going to pull that trigger. But the Saints have so many other needs. I don't know. Big man needs. No, I get it. I don't know Big man needs. needs uh, it's a luxury pick when you need a lot of uh, trenches. So, yeah, no, I understand. I, I just feel like it. You know what, though, guys? I wouldn't be surprised maybe a team fall in love with Brock and maybe give you, you a trade nice back. trade back a little bit. That's that's what I was actually about to ask you, Kyle, is because we've heard Loomis say multiple times in this, you know, about this class that it's really deep. But there's a gap between that second over, that second round pick that they have from the Broncos and then the fifth round is their next pick. It's like a hundred pick gap. So if you want to get extra yeah. picks in the second, I maybe third round, you could potentially trade back. I, Loomis never does it. The Saints <laughs> never do it. I'm just but telling you. It's an option that they could decide to go with is, is if they want to trade back from 14 to maybe in the early 20s that they still have an offensive tackle prospect, for instance, that they like in that spot uh, and they think that they can go get them. You can move back, accru- accumulate more picks in this draft and start to do, you know, a little bit of a mini rebuild. Yeah, you know, Loomis gambles to go up, right? Yep. Uh, not bad, but um, what you say is very plausible, Charlie, and I think it's a possibility. They, they're they going to have to try to get into that middle, those middle rounds and get some really talented individuals to, to, to kind of put behind some of this aging defensive uh, guys that they have out there, you know? Uh, we would love to say DeMario has a long life shelf, you know, a uh, bookshelf, right? But I think right now we're going to have to find who's out there who can be able to take his spot, uh, who can be able to help in the long run because he's not going to be uh, able to keep up that space for the next two or three more years in New Orleans. 
Yeah, you got to get younger and you got to get extra picks. And that, that's the way I look at it. The only way you can do that is trade back. And, uh, I got to see it to believe it. This team has really not done it. Kyle, thanks so much for joining us. Always appreciate it. Thanks so much for giving us, uh, the coverage from the, uh, HBCU Legacy Bowl. You're welcome. And guys, go out to the job fair. The job fair is tomorrow as well, uh, down at the Ernest Boreal Convention Center. Okay. Thank you so much, Thanks, Kyle. I appreciate it, buddy. That was Kyle Mosley, managing editor and reporter for the Saints News Network and HBCU Legends. We're going to throw it to Ian Ozan with more information on traffic situation. Yeah, gentlemen, we got a couple of updates from the New Orleans Police Department just a little while ago. The first one is that the Crescent City Connection westbound from downtown into our to the West Bank has been reopened. The other update that we received is a bit of a shock. Initially, police said that the victim in this shooting had died at the hospital. Now they say those reports were a little bit premature. The victim is still alive in the hospital, but police say he is in grave condition. We know the shooting happened around a quarter to one this afternoon, just past the Chapatula Street exit ramp. We still don't know why the 23-year-old man was shot. We don't know exactly what happened. That part's still under investigation. But again, repeating, the Crescent City Connection has reopened to the West Bank. The victim still alive, contrary to uh, previous reports. He is, though, in grave condition. Thanks so much for the reports, Ian. Really appreciate it, buddy. We'll be back with more sports talk right after this break here on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in our number one of sports talk on the Big 870. I want to thank Kyle Mosley for visiting us. And, Charlie, you have an update on it's a final with the Tigers final in Northern score, Illinois. LSU 10, Northern Illinois 2 at the box. So Tigers improved to 5-0 on the season with five home runs in this matchup on, I think, only seven hits, if, I, if I'm correct, Mike. They hit a bunch of home runs, got a bunch of walks to set up those two run shots and the Tigers went 10 to 2 to improve to 5 and 0. Yeah, what I saw Northern Illinois pitches, mm, man, uh, they hit they didn't, didn't, they didn't look good zone. against uh, Abilene Christian <laughs> in week 1 and I kind of previewed that matchup was just like LSU's bat should have a field day and with the wind blowing out like it was, that's exactly what they did. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Age 70 right after this news break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 